One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, thank you for tuning in. On this episode today, we're going to cover cloud services. Now, cloud services have been around for a while and companies are using them for remote working, basically, and for storage of data on the clouds. After the lockdowns, we're going to have to go out to the world again and work. But in our interactions, some habits will change and we're going to be compelled to work from home or to work remotely. So this episode will help you figure out a little bit what are the first steps you have to consider before implementing any cloud services. Our next guest is a specialist in Microsoft Cloud Services deployment. Hope you enjoy it. All right, thanks for joining us today. It's a big privilege for me to receive one of my oldest friends. I mean, that's one of the people that I met when I first emigrated to France back in 2001. Uh, Hassan is uh, specialized in Microsoft Cloud products. Basically, anything you need to know about Microsoft Cloud is uh, Hassan is the guy to go to. So welcome, Hassan, to the podcast. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. Thank you for having me, Tufik. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm really um, honored to be uh, to be part of this uh, this series. Um, and of course, as you as you said, uh, we've known each other for quite some time. We've been together uh, mm -hmm. in the business school uh, back uh, in the early 2000s. Um, and then we've lived also in the same city. Yeah. In which I'm still living now. Well, I came back. Ah, you came back. Nice. Yeah. Basically, what I uh, well, I've, I've had. As, as I might say, different lives. Yeah. I've, I've lived uh, as a, I was a student and then um, got uh, in, in, the, in the Microsoft products yeah. back in, in 2010. Yeah. Um, I also owned the bar for five years. I, was I remember. In a bar. I remember. <laughs> so I, do, you still, do you still own it, by the way? Do you still own some shares or did you uh, No, I, I sold that when I went to, uh, to work in Geneva. All right. Okay. Back back in 2014. So uh, yeah. at some point, I learned everything that I had to learn, and of course, the the the, the company grew. Yeah. Uh, everything was was plummeting. So uh, everything was was really really uh, good, and I, I didn't. I, I felt like I didn't had uh, have anything to uh, to learn anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'm, well, I'm a bit challenged, guys. So as long as uh, it's difficult and things are not working right, I I can be there. Once everything is working fine, I'm, don't, I'm, don't I'm, you feel sometimes? Don't you feel? I, I, I'm actually a little bit the same. Don't you feel sometimes that we auto sabotage ourselves in order to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, well, like I'm, you get to a point where everything is okay, and then you sabotage it, and then you go back from something else. You know, we need to, we need to have problems to yeah. solve them. Yeah. Otherwise, it, no problem, no, no solution. Yeah. So um, yeah, so then then I um, I created my own company two years ago. Mm -hmm. So I resigned from my, my work back in, in Switzerland, and then uh, uh, since then I I, I'm, I was um, I actually signed many contracts with some companies. Okay. Uh, as you, you said before, deploying. So my, my job is is basically uh, I'm a project manager and a business consultant in the deployment of systems, systems okay. that are helping companies uh, grow, understand more their business, uh, the competition, the market. And okay. uh, be able to um, to really really thrive into into their success. Okay. I'll explain basically what. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna talk about this. Stay tuned, guys, because we're gonna talk about how companies can digitalize and emigrate from local to cloud, and how you can optimize your operations, optimize your sales, optimize your uh, different uh, areas in the, in the company. Uh, Hassan, um, the question that we're always asking: uh, COVID nineteen. How did it affect yeah. you? <laughs> well, COVID-19 is the topic of 2020. 
Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, it, it has uh, changed uh, a lot the way uh, people are behaving, especially in the in the um, in the work areas. Mm. Uh, and I will, I will give different examples. But for me, for example, what what happened is. Um, uh, well, I'm not really impacted because uh, basically I can work work remotely. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm in that kind of business in which you can yeah. uh, start working from uh, uh, in the morning from home. Uh, we have the tools uh, yeah. the, to to access uh, such as Zoom, such as Teams, yeah. and uh, we can connect with the with the with the people, train people uh, from afar. So uh, um, so it's not really affecting in my line of business, but of course, uh, especially as you might know in France. The culture is not uh, uh, widely open in the remote uh, working. No, it isn't. It isn't. If, if, yeah, if, if you're not here, we feel like you're cheating. The most most managers, yeah, most manager, unless you're in their office and they can see you physically, they think that you're not working actually. So, but I exactly. think that will change. That will change, and that has started changing also last year uh, with the strikes. Yeah. The, the the what what they call the, the yellow jackets yep. movement. The uh, yellow vests. Yeah. Yes, and, and um, since people could not uh, could not go to, to, to work, they started at least working uh, remotely from home, mm. uh, going home office. So so uh, so basically that that's that mindset has started changing uh, last year, and it mm. will continue changing with the, with the COVID nineteen. Now, um, what I see also is that a lot of companies are adapting, okay, especially local co- uh, local businesses, okay, uh, shops and so on. Okay. Uh, so what happened, for example, in Fontainebleau, where, where, where I'm, I'm living right now, um, the the city has um, uh, has made, made available a service, a local service, to um, to deliver goods ah, nice. from shops to the to to the people. Okay. Uh, mostly people that cannot cannot go out or the, the, that might be um, uh, more, more vulnerable vulnerable to the exactly mm. to, 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 to the to the virus. Uh, and um, and a lot of uh, thanks to that, a lot of businesses uh, kept uh, opening their their uh, their doors and and and, and then uh, just delivering uh, and goods and keep continuing to um, um, well to keep to keep a, a certain uh, money coming. Okay, so, so that, uh, income they they focused income, on income yeah, for exactly. those companies. Exactly, instead okay. of just closing uh, because they they also still have. Uh, some some um, costs going because they have rent and, and so on. Cost of course, of, uh, of course, uh, salaries and so. Uh, so so yeah, basically it has changed uh, the way locally, uh, but even globally. There are, uh, now we we see also that that uh, things are more uh, less polluted. Uh, I mean, the nature has taken over also uh, its its rights. Uh, people are more uh, more and more inclined to uh, I think. Uh, uh, they will work more uh, from home. Yeah. Uh, they can they can work differently. They need to adapt anyway. Companies th- need I to think adapt. You're you're touching on a very very key point. I, I from previous episodes, even I was recording with some uh, other people on the on the show. Um, I think this is the death of nine to five, or at least the start of the death of the nine to five. Exactly. I, I think exactly. companies. I, I think companies. The nine to five was born in back in the forties, fifties, thirties, twenties, basically when when companies needed to uh, to automate uh, and scale production, and so they needed, for example, ten people to work at the same time on one mm-hmm. task so that this task can be multiplied. I think now with cloud services, I think, and what's happening in the world, I think people will be will have will 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 tend will 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 shift from a nine to five. To, for example, you got reasonably 16 hours a day, right? If you sleep yeah. eight, right? Yeah. You sleep eight hours, you've got 16 hours. And how do you organize? How do you go by organizing? So it could be you go to work at seven, like in some countries, mm-hmm. Spain, they go very early to work, right? Yeah. And then they pause the day on the, at the middle of the day until four or five o'clock in the afternoon. And then they go back to their work and then they stay until eight o'clock in the evening. But also you have other countries where they do things differently. So I think... I think this nine to five thing will really get a hit and managers on top levels are starting to realize that, uh, well, basically that if I cannot trust you to work from home, why would I trust you to work from your desk anyway? Exactly. And the thing is, the thing you is know? Um, that, are, that you, can, you can always set, set objectives and goals. Basically, when, when work is not done, the, the manager knows that it's not done. It's so not, you cannot fool anybody. Exactly. It, it, yeah, it, it doesn't need... 
I, I don't need you to be to be right in front of me to know that, you, that you're working or not. Yeah. At the end of the week, there is a task that was supposed to be get delivered. If I didn't get my presentation on Thursday, it means that starting Monday you didn't work. That that's what it yeah. means. So one time, two time, three time, and then we uh, and then we adjust the management. Hassan, uh, yep. quick quick question regarding uh, uh, cloud services. So mm -hmm. uh, if if you if I follow, for example, uh, all the companies I, I had a bakery you you, you mentioned the yeah, your yeah. bar but at some point i was a partner with my family in a bakery right and back then we didn't have uh, uh, it existed but we didn't have the knowledge or the um, or the awareness i would say to automate i mean now looking back I've, i would have made much more money if i if i if i automated or if i if i listened right or if i but but we were like operation 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 mm -hmm. unfortunately until now some companies are still into operation 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 and yep. are not grasping the opportunity and i think this crisis has just speed up the disappearance of a lot of things that we thought were true but now are challenged so what can you what can you say to the common person that doesn't know really how a cloud service functions, how Microsoft cloud services function? What can you say, for example, from the standpoint of a bakery or a standpoint of a small business or a small accounting office or whatever is it, whatever example you want to take? What is what are the things that to simplify and why do you think people should go through that? Um, that's a very good question. And, um, uh, and of course, uh, what happened, and especially I've been working in this business for 12 years now. No. So I know uh, uh, everything that's related to services, uh, to a management reporting, to, uh, to, to a tool that can help companies um, really, uh, really thrive and understand how the business should work. And yeah. basically back in 2010, uh, it was only small, medium, uh, but more big companies that were... Uh, uh, handling that and they, they had in, in mind that we need to change our system because every five years or every 10 years we need to change the system mm -hmm. uh the, the drp system so so the, the the software that helps the companies uh uh handle their business so sales purchase uh uh financial management uh their services the production mm -hmm. uh, even project management as as a whole mm -hmm. uh in which you can understand your costs uh and and check with them with the sales that you're making and understand better understand your margin, how the, the, the market is flowing, uh, what's the, the trend of your customers. Uh, and basically uh, it was really not, not uh, available, uh, what I would say available for everybody because okay. the cost is really, yeah. Absolutely, I remember, I remember once you came in and you made a presentation or somebody from your previous company make yeah. a presentation and it was like some, some kind of amount, like that was a big investment at that time. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm sure nowadays there are more like more cost-effective solutions for smaller businesses I think so yeah and this is what, 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 the, what Microsoft and other big companies did uh, by turning into the cloud okay so by, by changing the, the aspect of, of non-premise uh, software that that you come and, and install uh, uh, in a company and, and uh, uh, basically the deployments now uh, are taking just a few hours in terms okay. of in, in, uh, installation, in, okay. in terms of, of how you set up the, the system, uh, it's really, 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 it has been have become, uh, really fast okay. and uh, also effective because uh, uh, now you have methods, uh, you have tools, uh, you have things to automate uh, mm. your deployment. Mm. And, okay. uh, and also um, by using what, what we call a, a, a SaaS, a software as a service, Yep. So basically, that's the software that's installed in the cloud. Yep. And basically, in a, in a, in a, uh, in a push of a button, you deploy the, the, whole, the whole thing for a company, uh, uh, no matter the, the sector, no matter how, how, how big it is. Okay, so for, your example, big, for a big... Oh, go ahead, example. Develop on the example. Yeah, as an example, uh, uh, now uh, Microsoft has deployed the, the, what they call uh, Business Central. Okay. Uh, which is previously uh, what was the ERP in a vision or NAV. And, um, and I had in mind, and it's, it's fairly easy uh, to, um, to, uh, to deploy. But uh, as, as you said, for, for different uh, small companies, either they don't have the mindset to say, okay, we need to change from the paper or from the Excel sheets. 
We need to change our, our uh, systems in order to be more effective. I am so glad you're saying that. I am so glad you're saying that. On, on, a previous, on a previous talk, I had a heated debate with somebody telling him, listen, you can have the best software, the best equipment. If you cannot lay down your process and your objectives and your targets on a piece of paper, it's useless. Yeah. Can yeah, you confirm yeah, that? And, and I'm, 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 as an example, um, and I will, I will come back to how we can deploy that in a more uh, industrialized way. Yeah. Because I've thought about that, and especially bringing uh, those kind of services and softwares to small companies that sometimes don't know uh, it exists or are too afraid of, of what the cost uh, uh, was in the previous past. And they had like, like a, a, a really old uh, um, uh, thinking of, of uh, that the, the, the cost of deploying will, will, uh, will be around between 50,000 to 100,000 euros. Which yeah. is not true now. Which is not true now. now yeah. For, yeah for, for 10 to 15, maybe it's an investment, of course. Yeah. But for 10 to 15,000, uh, you can have something that, that's, uh, uh, that's working for you. Yeah. Yeah. That can be deployed quite, yeah, yeah. quite easily. Yeah, yeah. And that, that can be. Can be and, and basically. Even you is, can uh, start gradually before you had to implement the whole system to be able to benefit from the full power. Now you can basically start gradually. If you have five employees, the cost for you will be less than if you have 20 employees. If you have 20 employees, the cost will be less than 50. And then, so basically, the more you grow, the more you're able to adapt, I think. So that's. A, and also, in terms of licensing, uh, mm. the, the big software companies understood that uh, instead of uh, 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 one of their customers to, to be paying uh, a lot in the beginning or every year for, for a license, mm. they made it as a subscription. So every month, so now they, they, they cut the, the cost, saying, okay, for one user, especially uh, as they did for Office 365, in, yep. in the case of, of Microsoft, yeah, yeah, yeah. for one user, you need to pay this for, for a month for this type of license. Yeah. And basically, a, 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 a manager that sees, okay, now I can see like, like renting, renting. Exactly. exactly. I put my information. I, I, uh, basically everything is, is out of the box. Yeah. If uh, I have, I mean, if, if I may, to... absolutely. If I may make a comparison, it's like when you rent an office, you rent an office, you're five. So the rent is proportionate to the five people. But now that you're going to recruit and you're going to become 20 or 50, you have to move yeah. to a bigger office. So you're going to make the investment of moving to a bigger office. I think that's what you're touching on. I think that's uh, the, the investment is gradual to the, to the growth of your company. And of course, yeah. And, 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 and the thing is also uh, um, a lot of companies are not uh, well uh, uh, equipped for the 21st century challenges. Mm. Now, uh, as, as, as you've said, uh, uh, companies need now to, to innovate, to, to train their people. Yeah. Uh, uh, to uh, to be more uh, cost effective, to understand how the market works. So yeah. without a proper tool, I mean, they they, they cannot be uh, uh, up to to the challenge. Absolutely. And basically, what will happen? Uh, unfortunately, so as we were saying, uh, and we can come back just quickly to the COVID impact. Yeah. Uh, um, what we were saying is that basically, uh, uh, I think COVID is, is, is a good thing, aside from the, the, the deaths and, and the people that are suffering. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good thing because it will reshape uh, the way uh, uh, companies think. And unfortunately for those that were not uh, uh, prepared enough and that didn't have the tools, the proper tools to, um, to face this difficulty, even though nobody knew uh, yeah. that it would, would, would basically happen this year, uh, but the ones that were not prepared are the ones that will die. That will basically oh, when, 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 everything, when everything is said and done, no disrespect to those who lost families or whatever, or, or are actually suffering from it. But for, when everything's said and done, um, this, this opportunity of being able to rebounce after COVID-19 and to be able to reshape, we might not get in the future with other pandemics. Yeah. I mean, we could have, we could have ended up with a with a worse pandemic that would have a death rate of one third or one half, right? And we wouldn't live to the to the challenge, and we would rise up to the challenge. So I think, as you said, COVID nineteen is an opportunity for companies to diagnose what are the tools and basically behaviors and mindset uh, to have uh, for for the future. Um, Hassan, uh, between between, but what is the relationship? as you see it between uh, companies understanding software, 
what we call hard skills today yeah and and understanding what we call so soft skills which are proving day by day not to be that soft because they're pretty damn necessary as the understanding of communication the understanding of uh, collaboration between people the understanding of dynamics of teams the understanding of dynamics of people so how can yeah. you how can you touch on the relationship between deploying a software and the importance of developing in parallel a solid company culture and that's a very good question and i've been working uh, and, and um each time i deploy for a company uh, a system i always ask uh, myself this question um especially in the fact that uh, the more you're organized yeah. in terms of, of, of structure, in terms of departments, in terms of putting the right people in the right place, uh, training them, making sure that they are happy in the, in the way they work, and they can also provide you with the, uh, their difficulties, uh, their uh, threats uh, inside the company, how they see things going, because it's, it's, it's just by organizing that. So that's aside from the software, and then the software will, will bring back a lot, a lot more. But if, if a company is, uh, is well-formed, structured, and if the people uh, are able to, um, uh, to make it grow, so to, to understand uh, what they are doing, what they need to be doing, and how they should be doing it, in, especially now. Yeah. Uh, we're not talking about the way a companies worked uh, 40 years ago, or even now, five years ago or 10 years ago. It's, it's, it's irrelevant there. now. It's irrelevant, yes. yeah. And uh, what, what happens is that... Uh, it has also an impact uh, uh, in the, um, the cost of deployment of a system. Okay. What I've seen, yeah, what I've seen is uh, um, the, less the, the, the less organized the company is, uh, the more uh, uh, expensive the deployment will be. Nice. Okay. So because that's, uh, that's, okay. So that's, that, can, you, can, you repeat, can you repeat that? Can you repeat that to the audience? So the less expensive, the less organized the company is, the most, actual most expensive, yeah, most, uh, the, the, the most expensive will be the, the, the deployment of your system because okay. um, at, at some point you need to understand that if you're organized, everything is clean. It's basically like a house. Yeah. Everything is clean. You find your things. Everything is fine. Uh, if it's not organized, uh, we, we'll be doing more workshops. We'll be uh, okay. trying to organize the... the so you'll multiply the problem instead of multiplying solutions. Exactly. Okay. Exactly, and and, and it, it it happens uh, a lot. I'm working for a customer uh, currently, uh, and um, not only uh, actually they, they they took an ERP system to um, uh, to define their own process. So okay. they didn't have any. So they, they, okay. they're just starting in their business. Yeah. Uh, in in the food industry, uh, and and uh, and basically they didn't have any processes, and they they took the DRP system to uh, to shape their processes. Okay. And basically, they had a lot, a lot of work, a lot of workshops, and they're get, getting in there. But I've seen also some other companies in which uh, uh, basically the, the, you can take the best uh, solutions, the best softwares in the world. If the people are not uh, uh, well uh, behaved, for example, if, if, if they're not well uh, trained, if they're not uh, happy in the way they, they work, uh, and they, they don't understand why they need to uh, to be using this system instead of another why they need to think okay uh, the okay. way they should be thinking right now so there's a transition uh, to be made yeah so there's yeah. a transition to be made by training people first on the processes and the importance before deploying the right tools in their hands exactly and then okay. the tool will only help help more of okay. course and then, then you'll be you'll be more more uh, effective and more competitive in in uh, in, uh, in your area and you'll gain more uh, uh, okay. uh, turnover and so on. So, so basically, you can grow your company if you're organized. These are the two main uh, um, things to be, to be, uh, uh, that are most important, I think, for a, uh, a company. The organization first, because we cannot work without okay. people. Okay. So HR and the system. The system, uh, and now we, we talk about more a, a, a global uh, um, system strategy. This is why yeah. we have uh, 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 one of the most important uh, uh, position in a company is now the the CTO, the chief technical officer, yeah. or the CIO, chief information officer. Yeah. And basically, those are uh, two functions that are uh, quite important for for an organization because it deals with system. But if the yeah. organization is, is well 
uh, managed and the people are uh, um, in, in their uh, uh, in their right mindset in terms of, of uh, uh, evolution, in terms of uh, um, how they see their company in a few years and if they can bring the, the company in, in this, in, in this uh, area or status of, of being more uh, competitive uh, and more cost effective. Uh, I think uh, basically uh, you, can, you can deploy a system with your eyes closed. Okay. And, and then you, you know that the system that you're deploying uh, is going gonna, is gonna to help. Either it is a, a, a software, an ERP mm. system, mm -hmm. either it is a reporting tool, either it is a, a, a web shop or a, yep. a website, yep. uh, any kind of tools. And you can also interface with, with different things that, that will probably, the different, different softwares that will probably communicate together. Yep. Uh, we talk more and more uh, about EDI services. Absolutely, uh, so absolutely. Exchange of data between, between our these machines. These are machines or systems or servers that are discussing absolutely. with each other yeah, absolutely. without anybody uh, uh, having to do anything. And of course, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's less time consuming for people. So they, they can also provide some more time to be thinking yeah. about uh, uh, the challenges of their company, how they, uh, they might be uh, able to, uh, uh, to be more competitive. Uh, and and uh, so, so basically these, these uh, uh, humans, and systems should be working together now. It's not a threat, but if one is not working, the other will, will, will not be working as I understand, well. I understand. So indeed, indeed, indeed there's, a, there's a preparation phase before signing up to any kind of deployment of software and most companies, exactly. I've, worked, I've worked with business managers that didn't understand the importance of tools and I said, listen, if you give a fast car to somebody that doesn't know how to drive, it, he's just gonna get to the wall faster. Yeah. That, that's, that's what it is. He's just gonna reach the wall faster. That's it. That, that, that's what he's gonna do. So he wouldn't know why why he crashed. And he wouldn't know why he crashed. So it's very important for business managers uh, that are already on the crowd uh, on the cloud. Sorry, to audit maybe their their way of doing business right now with the and those who haven't even considered cloud yet before considering that to lay down their process and to lay down their organization of their company and even hire like a professional uh, consultant maybe or somebody yeah. in the business to say listen i need i need to work out my process before i know which tools to use you know of and as, as, as you said as you said earlier it's something maybe it's either gonna it, it's gonna cost them less actually because they might not they might end up paying for less than what they need mm -hmm. uh, and then then this 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 way they could the the mindset of uh, of cost is 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 very very different and varies with a lot of people i cannot stress more on that there's a there's price and cost you know and price is the 999 but yeah. uh, but cost is if i don't do it what would it cost yes right what would cost and, what, what, basically um, a lot of companies also uh, see their their um, their sales uh, go down uh, and without even knowing and they usually blame the, the situation they blame the, the state they blame yeah. uh, a lot of things instead of, of just uh, saying okay I should have done that I should have thought about something because uh, everybody around me uh, uh, is, is, is changing their, the, the, the way they, they work and why are they getting more uh, profits than uh, than me, for example? I used to have this with exhibitions. Oh, we're not going to exhibitions because it's uh, it's too much money for nothing. We're not gonna profit from it anyway, right? And then yeah. you and then you miss out on one season because your competitors went to the exhibition and then they killed it, right? Yeah. And but you have the other type. You have the other type of clients. Is no, no, no. I'll go to the exhibition. I know everything about the exhibitions industry, and I don't need help, and I don't need to. I don't need to work out my strategy or whatever. Well, now they're about to find out what is a year like without exhibitions in terms of sales. Yeah. And I think everybody's going to be really surprised. That's basically what you're saying is very true because usually what I see also in deploying is, is managers uh, that are saying, okay, but it will cost me this, uh, but when can I see some profits out of that? And it always takes time. Of course, that's what we call an investment. If, if you go to, uh, to an exhibit, for example, uh, you're there. People are seeing you. Even though you're not taking much profit from it right away, uh, it will be, uh, yeah, we saw that, that guy or we saw that person or we saw that company. 
and we now maybe uh, next year we yeah. now work, want to work with, with you. Uh, but if you're not there, then then you, uh, they, they, they will say you're not. Uh, yeah. Basically, no, nobody's is um, absolutely. Yeah, I give I give the I give the example to my clients. I say, what's the, when I when I get the the question of what is the return of investment of doing this or doing that? I'm like, what's the return of investment of your mother? You can't mm. tell me. You can't yeah. tell me at what point in history your mom sat you down and told you this one thing that made you who you are today. It's years and years and years and years of preparation, and you you see what I mean. And so you. you how do you measure this? You, you just have to do it, do it, do it. And then you'll be able to collect some data and the data will speak for itself. So engagement yeah. can be measured. Anything you can measure, you can improve, basically. And so okay. unless you have the strategy of measuring and accepting what you, because a lot of business owners, I don't know if you deal with this. Uh, I get hired sometimes for uh, consultancy in companies and like auditing or training a team of salespeople. And then the conclusion is, to the CEO, you have to fire your sales manager. You have to fire the, mm -hmm. you have to file their manager. They're a bunch of very nice people and they're very effective team. Cool. Their problem is their manager, for example, right? And so I think, I think some companies, I think some companies also are afraid of what they will find out. You know, it's like yeah. looking, it's yeah. like, it's like looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, okay, if I do an audit on my company, on my processes, maybe I will not be very satisfied with this, but that's part of, improvement so let's let's join forces and encourage companies to do it i think we should i think companies should do it look in the mirror look at your processes accept your reality and do it and it's not it's not really an easy process it's no. never easy because you're changing basically you're like uh uh you're like um well i always take this this image of uh me uh being the the project manager or the business consultant and, and bringing a virus into the company Absolutely. And the, the people are antibodies uh, because they, they always say, uh, uh, okay, but we used to do uh, this this way. Yeah, but with this new system, you won't do it this way. You would do it this way, the, the right way it needs to be done. Because look at what, what, uh, where you are now with the way you were working before. And, uh, and you always find some tension uh, into workshops. People do not want to change. It's always difficult. But at some point, five, six months after uh, after going live and deploying, and they, they you can see you can, they have completely changed. They changed their mindset. They don't even need you anymore, which is good. Uh, they they start thinking also uh, together into solutions to make things evolve. Their system evolve the way they absolutely. So, so basically, it's a win-win situation. But you never see it at the point when when I deploy. It's always difficult because people are resisting the change. Mm. Mm. And they uh, they will only see the uh, the uh, the actual uh, difference uh, a year from or a year or two years from the deployment, which is. Uh, I, I think, and and I think that's one of the challenges. I think that's one of the challenges of the digital society. I think the digital society have put us in a position where we don't know how to build relationships anymore. Yep. Right, you swipe right and left for Tinder. Uh, you talk to a person like 20-year-olds today, 25-year-olds, 30-year-olds today, like even, and I'm not talking like I'm 37, I'm going to turn out 37, by the way. And so, and yeah. so, and so, and so the, the, this, this, this notion of communication and this notion of being able to solve problems by communicating to each other is something that people are not very comfortable with. And I think digital society has only accelerated our inability to, to be able to engage in conversation and develop meaningful relationships at work. And I think that's critical for the implementation of any cloud service or any yeah. process in a company or any new software, because the first thing you need is for people to believe in it. Yeah. Right? The, yeah, yeah, to believe in it, to, to support it, to be, to be there, uh, to, to also to, to make it grow. Because exactly. at some point you will deploy it. And if the system does not change, if the, the people do not see something, and especially with, with, with the, uh, some of the tools, uh, uh, Microsoft um, changing or making things evolve is, is fairly easy. It yeah. costs a little bit, but, but basically no. at least yeah. it's tailored. It's yeah. tailored to the way you work. It's tailored to your business sector. It's tailored with the latest technologies, okay. AI, for example, yep. uh, that, that, that can, uh, or reporting uh, that, that can help you uh, really um, 
understand your your business so uh so, so basically of course uh you need people to and it, it's it's not you cannot avoid no no you cannot avoid digital transformation it's something that's that's quite inevitable it, it's really something that that uh, every company should be uh, going through Mm. Uh, at some point in their life, because otherwise, uh, I, I think it, it's not uh, it's not the way other companies have more tools and more. Uh, it's, it's basically like everybody is, is running, but uh, like a hundred miles away from you. And if you want to catch up, uh, of course, you, you, you need to have the same shoes. It, yeah, if you if you want to compete, you have to be able to be able. It's not about the ego anymore, you know. No. Like uh, I, I always tell man, I always tell business managers, listen, you've hired me, so that's one of the signs that you didn't figure everything out by yourself, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be here, right? So if yeah. I'm here with you and you agreed to pay, it means that there is some value that I can bring to you and to your business and to your team. So let's exchange on what do you know about your team, and let me tell you what I know about other teams. So that we can put this together and design something for your team. Yeah, let's let's stop wasting time and start working. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Hassan, what can you say about how do you see the next six? To, because I think this crisis just didn't inform us about a lot of things. We already knew all those things. We already knew about cloud services. We already knew about the, the environment. We already knew about the, the development of drones. We already knew yeah. those things. It's just that this crisis has forced on us to think about those things within a range of 18 months instead of thinking about them with a range of 10 years. Yeah. So, so what do you see, what do you see is going to happen in those next 12 to 18 months for small businesses, big businesses? How do you forecast the evolution regarding the cloud service? Well, I think the, um, a lot of companies have, um, uh, have actually, uh, um, they had in mind to deploy uh, a new system, for example, or, or to change the way they work this year. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, because, or thanks to, uh, never mind, but the, the situation, the current situation, yeah. um, the, there are some budgets that will not be, uh, be used for, for those investments. Yeah. And of course, uh, I think maybe it, it, will, it will replace also the, the loss. Yep. Uh, that those companies had or that they're currently having. But basically, it will take some time before, yeah. uh, some, uh, some time before uh, they, they, um, uh, they raise their, their, uh, their head and, and come back from, 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 the, from the COVID and, and what the impact of the COVID has done uh, okay. on, on those companies. So, so you, think, think, you think implementing cloud services will be a little bit slow in the beginning? I think um, not only slow, uh, everything is, is stopped. So uh, everything that's related to deployment, especially in, the, uh, 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 in Europe or internationally, uh, everything is, is uh, now frozen. On and, hold, uh, okay. Yeah, especially the thing is, what, we need to know to, what you need to know is that basically uh, a company starts on the first, usually a company starts on the first, uh, the, uh, the fiscal year starts on the 1st of January and it ends in the 31st of December. Yeah. Which means that currently now the companies are uh, shaping their system for next year. Yep. So workshop, workshops are, are being done. Uh, studies are being done. Develop, uh, developments are being prepared. Uh, all those kind of things, they should be done right now. Yeah. So at some point, because then the company, uh, the start of the fiscal year, uh, you have always the closing of the previous year. You have always also. I see. Uh, I see. I see. I see. Mm. So, uh, so this is the time that has been uh, uh, wasted at some point because within uh, companies were closed or people were working remotely or uh, consultants or or maybe um, uh, IT companies uh, were not working the way they should be working uh, at this at this moment. Uh, will um, will take some time to cover. We will recover see. from that. Basically, either it is a company, a customer of an IT company, or an IT company itself to deploy or to manage. Of course, they mm. adapt it, mm. the, 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 the way they work. Uh, but in order to, uh, to I think we, we are seeing more projects next year than this year. Okay. Okay. I think, I think, it's, I think it's normal because it, a lot of companies are focusing now on saving jobs and on the, like cash, like cash liquidity. Uh, is important for companies right now, and uh, solvency is also a, another issue. And I think I think companies are basically looking for liquidity and trying to avoid becoming not solvent, 
because there are yeah. two there are two problems that companies usually face it's either liquidity which means that just for people who are watching liquidity which means that companies uh, don't have the money yet but they have a promise of business and so liquidity can actually be uh, coming up soon but now that every now that sales has stopped so liquidity is coming off the table so they're relying a lot of help and a lot of their own balance sheets but then you're going to see holes in those balance sheets because the because you might end up being uh, not solvent because if you don't make income and you cannot pay your uh, your dues and your invoices then then you face not you you've transited from liquidity problems to actually solvency problems which is exactly. something which is something something difficult difficult but the thing is what what i what, what i would advise mm. basically any company uh, that's now closed or uh, uh, for, for which time is frozen in terms of sales or in terms of is to uh, think about their organization. Now we have okay. tools like like Voice and uh, Voice, uh, like uh, Zoom and, and Teams, for example. They can, uh, of course, to respect any uh, the the social uh, distanciation. Uh, they can they can meet up on those tools and basically start thinking about how we can. Uh, we were talking uh, uh, earlier about the organization pillar in in in, um, yeah. in a company, and they can start thinking. Okay, what? We were doing before is, is this person in the right department because sometimes i've seen also people changing from salesperson to a purchaser and and or buyer and and the buyer was better uh, the, the job for for the person was better or the all position right. was better than the right. previous one all right and all right. And, uh, and also it made the person more more uh, happy and more um uh uh motivated in in in, in uh, the, the work see. that they, they, they were doing so basically uh, uh gather gather virtually for example or gather gather uh uh using the the the, the proper tools and just discuss brainstorm right. uh yeah. think uh try uh, changing or even even just exchanging information uh i think it's it's really really important to uh and also train each other yeah a lot of i've seen that a lot, a lot of people are not talking or discussing enough inside the same organization so which means that in the other office, there's somebody that has the information, and uh, that can 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 really uh, help me do my job properly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, usually, yeah, what, yeah, I, what I see, I see, what I I see. Is, is, is when I discuss and when I analyze workshops uh, uh, processes in, in workshops, uh, we we are gathering people from different services, and you find out that ah, uh, oh, I, I didn't know that you were doing that. See that the thing in which, okay, discuss more. Uh, gather more of course you need not only meeting for for just having a meeting a mm. meeting needs to have a purpose needs to have mm. an action needs to have a, do, a to do list and what are the next actions what are maybe do we need another meeting okay. uh, it, it can be five minutes but five minutes can be more effective than than one hour and a half just uh, talking uh, randomly. All right so audit audit your organization that would be yeah. your advice for companies right now that have zero income zero operations because everything is frozen. Just sit down yeah. with your team and make the audit of this uh, organization. Go through some case studies, go through some projects, go through some past projects maybe to see if you can improve the learning cur curve from them and then review your processes, right? What would you say to somebody that is on the verge and then we'll end up with this, what would you say to somebody that for example now is considering a career change or maybe considering something uh within the same industry for example somebody that's okay was laid off from his company but thinks that he's gonna start a company or something like this where how do you go by starting a company to for a post covid 19 2021 in terms of tools and in terms of the things that you need to go after in your opinion well i would say basically um and i will adapt it with the with the with the the, the covid 19 situation I would, I would say uh, what I said to myself two years ago when I created my own company. So when I resigned from my job uh, 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 and created my own company two months later, um, I had uh, a know-how, a knowledge. Okay. So this is an important point. Uh, you need to know something or to master something in order to, uh, to feel um, uh, comfortable in, in the creation of your company. Okay. Of course, you need to have a market. Okay. Uh, it needs to to, to uh, you need to fill a gap at some point because a lot of companies exist. 
So yeah, they, they just exist. Yeah, 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 yeah. They exist. They are they are around you, but you need to fill a gap in terms of uh, uh, service or in terms of product. You need to have something that's, and of course, you need to have a strategy. Okay. You, you need to say, okay, uh, what if it doesn't work? Absolutely. First, so this is what I always say. What if uh, it doesn't work? Okay, I always have uh, this uh, backup plan because you. Uh, and you can have, and usually for myself, I always have the backup plan of the backup plan of the previous backup plan of the, the, the new backup plan. <laughs> so it's always, you always need to, yeah, to, to manage, uh, because otherwise uh, you're running towards failure if something doesn't go uh, right. Yeah. So, uh, and it can be from different situations and COVID is one of them. Yeah. But basically what we'll do, COVID will clean a lot of, uh, 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 um, uh, unfortunately, what we call uh, waste companies. That, yeah, Let's call yeah. them waste companies waste. that are basically not very healthy, very mismanaged. mismanaged, not very healthy, and they're basically causing more problems to the market than actually provide solutions. Exactly. So, uh, so then it will be clean uh, and, and start over. Ask yourself before uh, creating a company. Creating a company is not an easy thing. No. Uh, yeah, it's not really that easy. Uh, you cannot. It's not like in the movies. You create your company two years after uh, uh, the success. Everybody no. cannot create a startup. No, no. The, 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 that's that's one of the problems. Is like basically people watch this uh, social network or whatever movie, and no. they think that they did all of this in two hours, right? You know, I, I had I had a debate about this with a friend of mine the other day. He wants to create a company, and I said, "Listen, creating company to me is not about what you can." Uh, achieve on your business or what you can work for. To me, creating company is what can you live with? Yep. That's what creating company is. And in terms of difficulties, right? Because of course you need to have the passion. Of course you need to love what you do. And of course what you touched on, the knowledge, the market, whatever it is. Of course you need to have all those things. But you need to also have a very powerful decision-making process that allows you to make the choices, right? I mean, Steve Jobs created Apple and Apple is today the most valuable company in the world. But Steve Jobs also looked at his uh, partner right back in the days. And uh, at least that's what being uh, in the books, like that's the yep. history that is said. And he didn't even recognize his own daughter at some point. And he's like, okay, I don't have time for this. I don't have time to be a parent. I, need, I, I, I wanna build a company. I don't have time for this, right? And so, yeah. And so, can you go home and tell your wife, "I don't have time for 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 becoming a father"? Can you go home to your girlfriend and say, "I, I don't have time"? Can you go to your own parents and say, "I don't have time for this or or that"? So these are the decisions that people need to struggle with, and it requires a lot of self awareness, I think, and to know yourself and what can you deal with and what you can't deal with, and basically accept those things. So uh, it's, 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 as, as you were saying, uh, there are a lot of sacrifices to be made. Yeah. In order for your companies to succeed, uh, especially if you have uh, uh, employees. Yeah. Uh, because then uh, you're not only uh, accountable for yourself, but also for their uh, their jobs. Absolutely. Uh, their families uh, bringing food on their table. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, it, it's, it's not an easy um, thing to do. Um, I would wish it for, for, for anybody because it's, it's really, I've been, um, I've had my company now for, for uh, almost two and a half years. Yeah. And uh, it, it's really nice to, to take uh, um, one's own decisions. Yeah. In terms of, of, but it comes with sacrifices. Absolutely. It comes with difficulties. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, usually, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying always, I'm my worst boss. I cannot agree I, I'm, with you I'm more. Guy, I'm the guy that's afraid of, of, of himself. And I know that uh, basically I, I can be tired. I can be sick. I can be, uh, it can be uh, Sunday. It can be uh, three o'clock in the morning. Work is work. And basically yeah. I never stop until I finish my work. So uh, I'm, I'm, this is not something that when you're an employee uh, and you don't have your, your own company or not a manager, it's not something you you you, uh, you care about to say okay I'm I'm going at work yeah. at nine and at and five. that's normal and that's normal that's what I keep struggling with business owners with is guys you cannot expect your employees to care more about your business than you you cannot you. expect your employees to work more than you you cannot you can't otherwise give them equity in the company if you want them to do that give them equity in the company 
right? Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're not going to care about the business more than you. So that's uh, that's the sacrifices that you're talking about. I mean, I, 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 I could be making twice the money or three times the money I would be making right now if I was working in a big organization. But then again, we're touching on what you're saying, the freedom of choice, the freedom of thinking, the freedom of being able to make an impact, the choice yeah. of how you think your value is to be conveyed to the world. And basically, it's a trait of character that also is a... It, it has something to, to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, completely. I, I, really hope, I really hope this situation is going to bring uh, a lot of people more into, the, into self-awareness. I think, I think what people struggle, like we're, we're being focused on happiness a lot. I think what yeah. we should focus on right now is called fulfillment. To see, because you cannot be happy every day but you can be no. fulfilled every day. You can wake up even on a difficult day and feel that what you're doing still has meaning, right? Yep. And, and so I think that's, uh, that's, the, that's the, the end of things. Hassan, it was great talking yeah. to you. Thank you very much for having me, Dufik. Um, I love what you're doing. Um, Thanks. I mean, this, this, uh, this, uh, this is a great idea to, uh, to exchange with, with different uh, uh, people from, from different sectors. It's really quite interesting, and uh, I've learned a lot from your previous uh, videos that I've seen. Oh, uh, and I'm really honored to, 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 be, to be part of... of you're, uh, mo you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome, and, and hopefully we'll talk in a year or so to be able to, to exchange on what actually happened, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to see if, if we, were, we were right or not, and to see where, where uh, you're going to be at the, uh, in one year from now, and, and uh, yeah. myself as well. Uh, thank you very much, and uh, well, take care, and keep on, keep on Zooming. Yeah, that's uh, in my living Zoom. Yeah. All right, thank you. Thank you for watching this video. I hope it brought you some value. If you would like to engage, please leave a comment in the comment section. You can also click the subscribe button and activate notification to receive the updates on this channel. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.